Hi again, and welcome to the Stouting Off Podcast, Season 2, where we spout off commentary on the everyday. Oh, man. Feels like just yesterday we were in these very seats, Jordy. Um, hello again, and welcome to the Stouting Off Podcast. Like I said, Season 2, Episode 1. Um, we spout off commentary on the everyday. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm your best friend, Drew Stoutenberg, and I'm joined live in studio, as always, by my producer, Jordan. Jordan, how are you? Doing great, thank you. And that's what we love to hear. Um, man, This so this is great. It's been... I don't know how many months, four or five or six months since we did a, a video episode, <laughs> right? Funny. Maybe even more, quite yeah, frankly. I think, I think, yeah, I think it's been six months, yeah. It, 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 yeah. Before which, Christmas. Which in the or podcasting Christmas. world is like the biggest no-no. They're like, <laughs> if you want to have a successful podcast, do not take a break. Keep pumping out content on the regular. We're like, eh, we got other stuff going on right now, so we'll just hang it up. We'll come back with a vengeance for season two. And here we are. It feels good to be here. Um, man, Jordan, we can't, did you hear the mouth noises just now? <laughs> I'm cringing. Sorry about that. For those of you with misophonia like myself, sound rage is what it, uh, is what it is. When you hear mouth noises like that, you get triggered. I get triggered at my own self. So anyway, let's talk about Jordy. Just let's let's talk about what has been going on in our lives briefly um, since the last time we were here, and then let's talk about the rest of the year and kind of what that looks like. Um, you go first. Okay. What have you been up to? Um, a whole lot of work. Um, living in Nashville. Loving loving Nashville. Hot summers. Uh, the hot summers, man. It's, it's pretty I'm trying hot. to just think back like February, March, things like that. It was nice. Don't remember anything. So <laughs> <laughs> let's um, see. Good stuff. My birthday uh, happened in April. 31. Um, yeah. Yeah. 31. Milestone birthday. Got a new range finder for my golf bag. Got a new Range Rover. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was gifted to you. <laughs> I got a new range I <laughs> for my kitchen. I got um, a new vocal range. Now I can hit high C. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I just did that. And uh, uh, over the past, I don't know, um, four weeks, uh, the the family has decided to uh, to pick up and head back to Michigan, head back to the mitten. They're going back, guys. We, and uh, this is yeah. the formal announcement. This is the formal announcement. I no, was wondering why you're having me go first. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's fun. Let's get the elephant out of the room. Yeah. They knew it was here. They did. They could feel it. <laughs> They're like, something's up. It's not. This doesn't feel like season one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so we're, we're picking up. Um, Monica is 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 pregnant. Uh, tw- 12, 12 weeks and a couple days now. Um, and this is going to be your third our third jude blakely and tbd so see this insect flying around in front of the light box right now oh i'm mad oh yeah i think it got uh, scorched all right so yeah just uh doing that man um just figuring all that out it, it literally happened um 
within the past three weeks. Yeah. Actually three weeks. Yeah. So, uh, moving back to, to Livonia. <laughs> I believe Livonia, Livonia Michigan. is, I think Livonia is the eighth largest city in Michigan. Is that right? I'm going to fact check myself. That's right why now. I moved there. Um, there's something to be said about the eighth largest. Yeah. Seventh was too desired. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. Eh, Tell you hurts. what though. I love Livonia. Um, let's see here. There's that train. You're going to miss this, man. You hear the train going yeah, in I'm the gonna, background? Well, maybe. Yeah. Thanks to E2I, we don't have to hear the train from a live stream True. situation. And we'd be remiss not to shout out E2I, your one-stop shop for all things media related, whether it's lighting, whether it's camera stuff, whether it's pro audio gear. If you're a house of worship, if you're a venue, if you're a restaurant, if you're anything else and you need stuff like that, hit up E2I Design. And... Um, they're faithful friends, longtime sponsors, and we've already let the cat out of the bag on past episodes that Jordan works there, but we love them. We love that family. Livonia is the 10th largest city population-wise in Michigan with 94,000 people. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Lots to do there. Um, yeah. Surrounded by like nice towns too. Yeah. So that's cool, man. Yeah. I wish you guys the very best. It's gonna Thank be, you. It's going to be special. And... I know that many of the Stouting Off faithful immediately go to, well, what's this going to look like? You can't say live in studio as always, my producer Jordan, like you normally open episodes, Drew. And that's correct. That's true. And that's a very, that's a very astute observation. We're going to have Jordan, at least on most episodes, at least that's still the plan. And he's going to be joining re- me remotely from the uh, greater Detroit area. So that's cool. Yeah, that'll be cool, Jordan. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're excited. Let me know if you need help loading the truck and stuff. Um, I love to help people move. It's it's a passion of mine. Yeah. No, man. but I have found myself helping a number of people here in Nashville move recently, and that's what you do when you're a good friend. So I'm willing to do that. Thank you. For real, though. When are you guys loading the truck this week? Um, what day? Thursday. Thursday, and, as and, old people would yeah. say. Head out on Friday, mm. which is... Just crazy. Yep. It is nuts. It's nutty. Um what about you? What's been going on in your life? You know, it's been a it's been it's been a year, man. It's been it's been it's been a year with highs and lows and a bit of a roller coaster in some good ways and you know, it's just it's how life goes. Real quick before I do expound on that, I wanna show the 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 viewers. Matt Dykla got me this. Can you see it in the camera drip? Yeah. Is it in focus? Which <laughs> it's getting blocked by the light, but I think you can see Okay, it. it's a stouting off Glencairn glass, which is the the flagship OG whiskey glass. It's nice. It's got stouting off podcast etched on there. It's really nice. It's nice. Um and that's the official glass of the Stouting Off Podcast as well. How's my year been? Okay. Couple couple significant things. Um I did finish that house. I mentioned that I had a rental house in the uh, rental property in the works. Did finish that. Got some great, beautiful people in there renting right now. Um, And so that's going fine with the exception of the fact that right before we hit record, got a message that the AC unit in the house, which we just had replaced, is overflowing with condensation and is, is pouring water out and flooding the basement. So that's cool. Yes. That's cool, cool, cool. 
Give me a cheer for that one, Jordy, if you would. We love that. <laughs> Let's go. We love to hear that. And so um, other than that, that's good. And then I've um, been traveling a little bit this summer, local travel, and not for vacation's sake. I went to a summer camp for kids um, with uh, with my church, and I was a counselor with a few of my pals for like 20 kids between the ages or, or the grades of like second and third grade. It was wild. You remember summer camp as a kid. I remember crying. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you tell your summer camp crying story and then I'll tell my sad summer camp story. Okay. Um, well, there's not much to report <laughs> except for uh, I couldn't get over missing my mom. Yeah. And it's come full circle with Jude. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just remember like crying actually in, uh, in, in the dorms or in the, in the bunk bed area. And I, I, there was this very, very specific situation where I was walking next to the lake and we were just like probably walking to get like, go to the cafeteria, get the well water, Kool-Aid, whatever it or is. Or like at, at camp, the, um, like the juice machine that has like orange juice, apple juice, whatever. And it's most mostly water and yeah. then it just punches in a few things drips of like yeah. orange concentrate smells like yes. sulfur yes like it's <laughs> disgusting just a fact it's how it works um we were walking from from a to b and i i told this guy his name was buff actually so you counselor they had names yeah picasso and buff were my my two guys hey and i told buff i said you know what it's just like there's this picture of my mom <laughs> in my head and I just can't get it out. And I started crying again. Like just dude, but I wasn't three. I was like six. Even so six, I'm realizing six is still really young. Sure. It's young. Yeah. But I had some friends, uh, one in particular, his name is Ben Dagg. Yeah. And he was in the the podcast. He was, he was in the bunk next to me. And I, I guess I was just crying. I don't remember crying, but like, I guess I was crying and he, yeah. he, he leaned over to my bunk and he's like, it's okay, Jordan. Oh yeah. Oh, I love to hear that. Cause he's still a very close friend of ours, you know, yeah. to this day. Yeah. He, he said that, you know, Jordan and I both actually stood in that guy's wedding. Yep. Um, on Valentine's day, 2000, what was that? 16, 15, Had been 16. Dude, I was overweight at that time and none of you guys told me I looked fat now. I looked husky. I looked stout. We've been we've been working on it. We have been. I won't even You know what? I'm not even going to flash the biceps right now at this particular juncture. Maybe I will later in the show. Who knows. My <laughs> sad camp story, dude, when I was in first grade, I went away to camp and I missed my mom for sure. There's just nothing like a mother's love when you're a little young sapling at the age of like five or six or seven or I was in first grade so however old you are in first grade I feel like that's six or seven yeah it gotta be six and so I was away at camp and all week all the kids were going to like the local camp store that's right on the on the property and they you can buy candy there but they don't accept cash there was just I don't know how they were getting candy because I didn't have money and when when um when I would go to ask for candy, the people would be like, "Well, 
where's do you, do you have any money? I mean, did your parents leave you money? I'm like, no, I don't have any money. What are you talking about? I'm six. <laughs> and so, <laughs> man, this is devastating. Personal so checks. I remember all week, man, this is where I really sharpened my sales skills too. And it started here. I'm asking all these kids around me, hey man, can I have, can I have some gummy worms? Oh, oh, hey, can I have some Sour Patch? Oh, oh, oh cool. Can I have one? Yeah, maybe just I'm trying to convince kids to give me candy. And they were. You know, it was a, it was a nice group of kids and I get, my mom finally goes to pick me up at the end of the week. It's a five day camp. And I'm like, mom, why didn't you leave me any money for candy? And she's like, Andrew, I did. I left money as all the other parents did at the store and the store keeps your parents' money on file. And then they just like debit, you know, they just take away money per transaction or whatever. And no one told me. I had money there the whole time and I could have been enjoying candy, but I was living in poverty, in in candy poverty. <laughs> Isn't that sad? It's My mom sad. cried when she heard that. I Why like, wouldn't they explain this to you? I don't know. And that honestly is on them. These chaperones that are like, don't you have any money? Yeah. It's not like, well, what's your mom's name? Yeah, or exactly. Whatever it is. Let's see if your parents left you money. Don't these idiots try to troubleshoot the situation Morons. after you respectfully morons yeah but not respectfully too morons (laughs) too ruined my camp experience that's all i remember from that camp and there was a spider on the inside of my tent at one point right near my face we made eye contact i hate that yeah isn't it sad imagine imagine jude going away to camp and him being like no money i wanted i wanted candy and everybody else had candy and i didn't yeah and you were like i left candy with the management right Management. Oh, Monica would just absolutely rip them to shreds. Oh, the, the mama bear instincts would come out. Yeah. And um, yeah, my mom is still not pleased with that situation to this day. 27 or so years later. You bring up a funny point. Um, spiders. Mm. So as I was cleaning out my attic to get stuff down, I wasn't cleaning it out, but I was getting stuff just down clearing. and packing yeah. it up and doing all the stuff. So I went up there and I climbed the ladder. It's on the second floor. Climbed the ladder and turned around on the ladder to like step up. And there was a spider there? Just this massive spider. And I'm like, I know what it is, but I don't want to say what it is because it's brown recluse. I knew it. Those can take... Have you seen pictures of brown recluse bites? Yeah, dude. They will literally like eat away at you. Say it was in the thigh. I've seen pictures of like a big, basically like a circle almost of like flesh that's gaunt. Like those old Jurassic Park toys. Yeah, yeah. Remember those Jurassic Park toys where you could take a bite, a piece of their flesh out? That's what it was like. Dude, yeah. It's it's literally, it's a dangerous spider. Um, It's a dangerous game you're playing in the attic there. Yeah, so I saw this (laughs) and I... I just get like weird about spiders. Pretty much give me any bug except for that millipede thing with the long legs. You mean the thousand or whatever hundred legs? Yep. Yeah, they those suck. Those and spiders, they can rot. But uh, but yeah, I was up there and I, I just got so scared. I called my brother because my brother has brown recluses like, or he had brown recluses in his garage all the time. Yeah. And he would just step on them, move on, which is fine because like that's just what they you have. Do. Like, but once with insects and and spiders once they get to a certain si- like a certain size it's almost like they have little mini organs and guts For and sure. like it's 
Their guts are sick. Yeah. When you said like inside your tent, there was a spider and you made eye contact. It was a daddy I, long legs. I'm pretty sure it was. Well, like, but still like, I swear I saw like this spider's pupils dilating. And it like, had the little claws right here. <laughs> dude, it was just, it, it's gross. It's gross. And so I called him over and I said, I, I, I need your expertise up here. And he came over and he's like, yeah, it's a big, that's a big one for sure. Um, and he killed it. And then we found four more, <laughs> four more, um, and then I found one under Blakely's crib. So, dude, actually, now that I'm thinking of it, you guys moving back to Michigan, that was actually a divine calling to just escape the current situation <laughs> that you're in because all you guys were about to be eaten by spiders. Eaten by spiders. Yeah. Wow. They were going to jump into my mouth for sure. <laughs> Jordan Grace right now, Yeah. our friend Jordan Grace, is in California because his house in Nashville is infested with brown recluse. No. Yeah. No. I mean, they're very, very, very common here. But he's in California no. right now and, and moved houses because of it as a result. All right. Well, when you're up in Michigan, look around to see if there are any houses I should move. You know, just keep an <laughs> eye out for other properties for me. Maybe I'll move up there, sell this place, burn it to the ground once I find my first brown recluse. But um, yeah, so I went to camp. That was really fun. A lot of kids crying for mom. I had to put on my daddy hat and just be like, listen, your, your parents want you to have fun here at camp. You know, just go to sleep. Only two or three more sleeps until you can see your mom again. In the meantime, let's just have some fun. What do you think? Let's have some fun. Do you want to have fun tomorrow or what? I'd be gassing them up like this. Yeah. But that was still very strenuous on me. That was the hardest part of camp, honestly. Consoling kids. Because I don't super know how to console kids. Or you did it well, though. It's hard to console anyone who's despondent. Yeah. So good anyway, practice. good practice for sure. For sure. Um, so that was good. I visited my brother in York, Pennsylvania and, um, and his wife, Heather and their two kids who, my nephews who are six and nine now somehow. And they're in judo now they're in judo and jujitsu. No, just judo. And, um, I was wrestling around with my older nephew who's nine We're wrestling and stuff. And he kept putting me in like choke holds that I had to literally tap out like, dude, you're hurting me. And I was laughing my my rear off, so to speak. Uh, because I think it's hilarious that like, dude, I remember when you were born and now you're big enough and old enough and strong enough to hurt me, which is funny. <laughs> Life is funny like that. Time doesn't slow down, does it? No. Speaking of actually, speaking of that visit out there, um, I posted this on Instagram not too long ago on my personal Instagram, but my brother just published his first children's book my brother is published in other things like philosophy journals and stuff in the academic arena but he he um published this book how's it look on camera there jordy yeah good archimedes investigates by greg stoutenberg a critical thinking book um greg's dog is archimedes and i don't know who archimedes is in history slash slash mythology but that's the name of their dog and he's a cute labradoodle who's black and uh, in this book, basically, Greg is just putting together these little mini stories that teach kids how to problem solve and think about cause and effect and, um, yeah, just critically think or think critically. And so it's cool. I'm proud of him. And I love I love him. And anyway, I wonder if I mentioned in here, actually. Come That's to think super of it, rad. Come to think of it, our, um, our dog, Elliot, who is Archimedes' cousin, is mentioned in here, which is nice. Um, I bet I'm, I bet I'm mentioned in here. I'd be, his middle name is Andrew. 
named after me. Mm-hmm. Archimedes Andrew. Just like my uh, my older nephew, his middle name is Andrew as well. Anyway. Pretty easy to pronounce too. Archimedes Andrew. A-A-S. Archimedes Andrew Stoutenberg. Um, Mom, I want, I don't want baby shark i want archimedes investigates yeah Yeah, right exactly (laughs) i don't want if you give a mouse a cookie i want archimedes investigates (laughs) only if you can spell it son um but yeah that's fun it's just hats off to greg he's a yeah he's a g he's a g and actually call him g so so it all makes sense it's full circle um, I had a couple other things. I got Disney Plus recently. Changed my life. Yeah, it's great. So I was talking to somebody and she said that she had COVID at some point last year and watched all the Marvel movies straight through. Oh. Which I believe there are now 23, well, with Black Widow, 24 probably, now in the Marvel uh, like saga. Um, And so I've been watching, I bought... Disney Plus, just because I'm curious, you know, I want to see through. Yeah. So I'm a few in right now. I'm probably six or seven in, but I'm about to start Guardians of the Galaxy, and it just looks way too space nerdy for me. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? No, I've never seen a Marvel oh, movie. Gosh. Yeah. So that's that was me too, dude. And um, like Thor and some of those movies get so like space monstery, you know, like it's yeah. all about space. Pardon me while I fix my in ears there. Um. It's all about like space monsters and space combat. It's dorky. Yeah. Were you ever into Star Wars? No. Me either. I don't like space stuff. Isn't that cool to me? Except for Jeff Bezos going into space. Yeah. (laughs) On live stream? Something, yeah. Something funny about a billionaire launching himself into space for the world to see is hilarious to me. Just putting this whole sideshow on, this expensive sideshow. Just, it was only like a 12 or 15 minute flight, too went up into the into space like at 350,000 feet. Yep. And for context, planes cruise at like 30,000 feet. Yeah. So 10 times that. I think they kind of like got into space a little bit and then they just came back down. It was great. Um but yeah, the Marvel thing is just so so nerdy, but I might go to Disney in in October, which will be cool cuz I'm going on tour this fall. Yeah. That's another thing. Why am I stuffy suddenly? Do you hear that? Just tad. My tone of voice change? No. Thank you. Just got to get, got to get the, yeah, I'm still getting my vocal chops back up. You know, I'm not used to talking this much. Been a second. Man, I hope you can keep joining me on the episodes too. Otherwise, I I thought about this earlier. It's going to just sound like a 30 or 40 minute voicemail that I'm leaving for somebody. It'll just be me talking the whole time. Do you remember what, like when you said, hey, it's not, it's not possible to do this together because of the excellence that we've kind of like established for the podcast and all of the stuff that we do to make it what it is. There's a lot that goes into it. Lots. And you guys, and let me just, let me just toot your horn for a second. You guys, we have Jordan to thank for so much. Jordan spends in normal podcast season, like 20 to 30 hours a week on this podcast, editing the video stuff formatting the video stuff, uploading and troubleshooting the uploading of video stuff, social media content, and other stuff still. (laughs) So assign like five to eight hours to each of those tasks, and boom, you've got 20 to 30 hours of of work right there. Yeah. And so thank you, Jordan. 
You're welcome. I want to honor you for your contributions to this podcast. And it wouldn't be what it is without you, quite frankly. And it won't. It doesn't end here. Because you know what? I agree. Technology has come to a to to a place to where we're going to be able to do this no problem. That's it. Just finding the right tool for the job. So this is going to be our last episode with you here in the room. Yeah. Sad. But it's it's a bit bittersweet. Um, it is. But you know, like they say, life goes on. Yep. <laughs> like that's some profound statement. <laughs> well, you know what they say. Well, you know what they say. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. Hey, what about what about baggy jeans making a comeback? That's another thing I, I've noticed over these past you know couple months. Yeah. I have a little like list on my phone of things that I just want to talk about. I can't do baggy jeans, man. I feel like we left those back in the the nineties and early two thousands. Low rise like boot cut jeans and even baggier. And that's where they need to stay. I like a lot of other trends coming back, hairstyles and you know, certain shirt styles and and stuff like this. But the baggy jeans, that's one of those things, in my opinion, maybe I'm showing my age here as a millennial and not Gen Z. But as a millennial, I think I speak on behalf of most of us that we need to leave that the baggy jeans, the way baggy jeans in the past. Yeah. Am I am I right on that? Am I off? No. You're not off. You are right. The thing about like jeans, not to say that I'm like the the jean person. My middle name is Jean. It's not what if it was. I think Jean as a guy's name is hilarious and awesome. Um never mind. I uh, I know somebody named Jean and I occasionally call them DNA. Which is <laughs> 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 stupid. But anyway. There's something about a slim-fitting jean that makes you look taller, slimmer, more elongated in a good way. And the baggy jean is like in direct opposition to those objectives. Yeah. For me, it's like looking put together or not looking put together. Yeah. Because the jeans complement the shoes, complement the shirt, complement the hat. Compliment of all the stuff, dude. <laughs> we could almost tur- like sample that and turn it into like a compliment the compliment the compliment the head. Yeah, you're right though. The, the baggy pants, I'll never wear them, and I feel like you said it too. You you fear that you're like showing your age. That's me too. Yeah, but. Even if the style right now was like skinny bell bottoms like skinny you know thighs bell bottoms with like flannel unbuttoned shirts I'd be cool with that bell bottoms though but even if they're like again you can like have that put together cuz it works but like what we're dealing with right now is like <laughs> the, the well, parachute pants like the yeah. ba- baggy lees like like you know what i'm saying yeah wasn't there a thing after my name no it was what's the a brand yeah. janko Jenko. I don't know yeah. why I said my name. Jenko. Jenko. Oh yeah, it sounds like you guys share a letter. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> share a letter. You guys share a letter, so it basically yeah. rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm not timing. What? How are we doing on time? Good. Cool. Um. Probably around the thirty, if that's what you were asking. <laughs> I answered good. Good. I was riding with somebody in my car one time and I was like, how's traffic looking? You know, like, how's it look your way? Good. 
I'm like, you got any more information for me or just good, all right? <laughs> it's just good. So so we are clear to turn, right? Yes, that's what I said. No, you said good. Um, Fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I need something a little more definitive, quantifiable. Um, I've noticed something recently. There's another thing I've got written down here. Have you noticed that, especially here in bachelorette party capital of the world, recently bachelorette parties have been putting their Venmo on the back, like in the marker, like the car marker thing on the back of their car. Like buy the bride a drink at blah, 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 blah. Venmo, you know. I haven't seen Have you seen that? But I don't doubt it. Over your next few days here, keep an eye out. I'm, I'm, I'm very positive you'll see a few. It's a new trend. And of course, I feel like I have to have an opinion on that. And I think my opinion... I think I'm for that. I think I'm. I think I'm here for it. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's not forcing. It's not it like on they're anyone. trying. Yeah, they're not forcing, and it's not like they're trying to, uh, like, get rich. You know, it's just like send a couple five or ten dollar transactions. Granted, <laughs> they're in a city that's so overpopulated. You get ten, ten, like a five or ten bucks. Yeah. Times, say twenty 100? people. Okay, a hundred. But just imagine, like a hundred. Okay, like be driving that thing around town, getting maximum exposure. I'd be driving it in every corner of Nashville during the day. I'd hire somebody to just drive that around. We won't even be in the car. Just drive it around (laughs) for advertising. See what the ROI is. And you're just sitting there with your phone just ka-ching, (laughs) ka-ching. And there you go. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, why not? You totally could falsify that, though. Just drive around in a car. With tinted windows, so they can't see who's inside, and just be like, "Buy the buy the bride a shot." Yeah, and it's just my name, Drew Stoutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Huh, hmm. <laughs> this doesn't sound like Becky's bachelorette weekend." Um, Nash bash, <laughs> for real. That's an actual thing, though. Yeah. Every bachelorette party who comes here, it's their Nash bash. Amy's Nash bash. Amy's Nash bash. Nancy's Nash Bash. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you this. Nancy's Nash Bash. Nancy's Nash Bash. Let me ask you this. P- imagine you're me. You're just a single person who lives by themselves, right? Themselves. And somebody comes over to your house and um, goes to the bathroom. And you hear the door lock after, after they close the door. Mm -hmm. Do you think anything of that? No, it's habit. I, for some reason, I get mildly offended. Why? It's like, what do you think I'm going to do? Barge in there while you're going to the bathroom? You know what I'm saying? It's just me and you here. You came over to my house, you go to the bathroom, and I hear the, and I understand it's habit. But at the same time, what's the why behind thinking, oh, I better lock the door? Is it because I think Drew's going to come in the bathroom and like ridicule me for pooping? You know? No. That's not it. It's just happened. That, that happened recently. And I didn't get, I won't say I got offended, but I just thought, huh. That's interesting. I'm not going to forget that. <laughs> you locked the door. <laughs> you locked the door when you were going, when you were having a private moment by yourself. <laughs> I'm offended. Huh. Huh. It's just interesting. It's just interesting. 
if you're listening to this podcast and you identify with that and you share my opinion and stance, please message me on Instagram because I want to know I'm not alone. Otherwise, I'm going to assume everybody is in agreement with Jordan. It's just normal to do that. It is normal to do that though, right? Maybe it's normal more so it was your context. You said you're a single guy living by yourself. People lock the door at my house because they don't want you to just be like, what's this door? Exactly. I don't know, but I think it's just a habit. I don't know. There is a sense of security. I've heard it happen in my house. Well, yeah, your house. You got four people. Chagoon. Dick. Yeah. Chagoon. Click. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. It's electronic. (laughs) Bleep. (laughs) It's a schlage unit on there. How do you say it? Schledge? I don't know. Uh, what? Sledgehammer. <laughs> Sledgehammer. Um, I'm going to say one more thing, and then and then we can button things up and uh, conclude episode one. But <sighs> the plants in my household are thriving right now, and it's cool. Did you see the plants when you came in? Yeah, they're looking really good. Really good, full. And I'll tell you, I have this Majesty Palm plant, um, and it's it's not exactly like low maintenance but it's also not high maintenance it's kind of like just like you got to care for it but if you give it like the key requirements then it'll be good only the the only problem is that for the past like six to eight months i have been giving this majesty palm plant the right care okay i've been not exposing it to to direct sunlight but indirect sunlight that's the right thing i've been watering it once a week i've been giving it plant food carbon, nitrogen, and phosphorus in a liquid form, which are the key three elements that um, that plants need to live. And yet still, I, I had been finding that the plant had brown fronds or leaves. I thought, what's going on with this thing? Like, I'm doing all the right things. Why is it still looking ugly and all its posture is bad and it looks terrible? It had a few dead fronds on it. And so a frond is like the whole, it's like a branch that the leaves then separate out from. Okay. I had like two dead fronds on it. And I came to this realization that, Hey, after doing some research, you need to take out the dead fronds so that other ones can grow in. Because right now your plant is expending any energy and resources and water and nutrients to these dead fronds that are not, they're already dead. They're not going to come back. And I thought, man, so if I, if I clip these dead fronds off, then new growth can take place. You know where I'm going with this, Jordan? And I yeah. thought, man, that's almost an analogy for life. I've been in so many situations in my life, whether it's um, uh, endeavors that I'm trying to undertake or relationships, whether that's romantic or non, or whether it's just other things that I'm kind of seeking after or trying to really spur along growth in, but they're dead. And I continue to expend energy there while knowing that they're, it's kind of like maybe a lost cause. And then as a result, other areas of my life start to suffer. They start to kind of wilt, right? And it's not until you cut off those dead things that the rest of your life can really flourish. And now I'm preaching. But as I, I, as I saw that model unfold quite literally with this plant, because it's thriving now. I cut off two dead fronds uh, about a month or so ago. Yeah, probably four weeks ago. And now the rest of the plant is thriving. And I thought, wow, that's because it got all this this wasted energy 
or it's no longer, you know, directing energy to something that it's not going to see a result from. And I don't know who needs to hear that, but hey, maybe there are areas in your life where you need to cut off some dead stuff so that you can flourish in other areas, in all the areas. Yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Been there so many times and it's really real. It's a it's a real thing. Um, But yeah, I have become a bit of a hobby botanist. Say that 10 times fast. That sounds like a craft cocktail bar name. A botanist. Welcome to the hobby... Ho- Welcome to the hobby botanist. (laughs) We serve all the finest gin botanicals. Get it? Because it's plant-based. I've got other things I could talk about, but I'll save them for episode two. It's so great to be back. And this is really, honestly, the podcast is a means by which I can connect with, you know, with people outside of this room, you know. It's really nice. So I love connecting with you guys. Keep giving feedback. And when we announced that the podcast was coming back, Jordan, the response was overwhelming. It was great. I got emotional. Yeah, it was good. I didn't get emotional. but Well, no, I did get emotional, but not visibly emotional. I was just happy. And I just clanked my teeth together, and now I feel like I chipped my front incisor, and that hurt. <laughs> what if I smiled, and it's just <laughs> it's Lloyd Christmas. Um Okay, I'm going to button it up right there then. Guys, thank you for listening to the Stouting Off Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1, where we have spouted off commentary on the everyday. Bye. Give me the cheer, Jordan. Bye. (laughs) That's great.